Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on today. And I am still safe, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. Now, today is Tuesday. And on this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, I wanted to change it up. This month, I've been talking about uh, child abuse because this is National Child Abuse Awareness Month or Child Abuse Prevention Month. And so I've been talking about child abuse and how to prevent that. Uh, but on tonight, I just wanted to switch it up just a little bit because the message that my pastor, Bishop Wally, spoke on last Sunday is just still in my spirit. And I think it is very relevant for me to talk about this on tonight because there's so much going on in this world and sometimes i think that we are blind like to the fact of what is going on in this world and it really hurts me you know that the comfort level that it is and so on tonight i'm going to just speak on awake out of sleep and that is the message that my pastor actually preached on this sunday and i want to kind of tie into you know us as singles and give us a perspective on that but awake out of sleep because it jesus is soon to come back and it's i mean the signs is just everywhere the signs is everywhere and i'm going to give you the definition of sleep some of us all of us probably know what that is but these definitions fit the context of what we're really going to be talking about so sleep inactive or dormant cease being awake complete or partial conscious consciousness so when you think about that it's like okay well for instance i could be saved but i'm inactive uh in god's church like i'm not doing what he's called me to do like i'm not really paying attention to my surroundings um i'm dormant and so i'm not really giving god glory because i'm just a space at in the church building but i'm really not doing nothing with my saved life Okay, I'm really not pleasing God because all I'm doing is saying I'm saved, but there is no fruit to follow. Dormant, okay, inactive, um, complete or partial consciousness. So you could be a saved person and you kind of know what's going on, kind of, but like your lifestyle don't match it. Like you keep slipping up and continual sins so it's not a slip up you continue you keep staying in sin that grace may abound you keep staying in sin and be like oh god forgive me okay i'm just going to do this and so you're really not aware that okay well jesus can come back anytime uh or you can die and so in that case um if you die in your sins then you're still going to hell no matter if you receive the Holy Ghost before that or not, because it's no once saved, always saved. That's a false doctrine. Once you get saved, you are kept. If you are kept by the power of God, then you are preserved until he comes to rapture the church or until you die. Yes, but you break that seal when you sin. So however the Lord find you, that's how you're going to be judged. 
So we need to think about that. Like we need to be conscious to the fact that I can die at any time. I mean, coronavirus is going on. And you see, we all see these people die. One time they was happy. Next hour they are dead and gone. So we have no time to have partial consciousness to what is going on. A lot of people, you'll hear them saying, oh, Lord, the Lord is soon to come. The Lord is soon to come. But they're not changing their lifestyle. I mean, I'm sitting up here like, oh, Lord, I know the Lord is soon to come. So first of all, I got to make sure I stay tight with the Lord. I got to make sure I stay free from sin. Second of all, I'm trying to help save everybody that I can possibly save. Like, I can't save them, but I'm trying to help bring them to God so they can be saved because I'm seeing the signs of the time. And so we need to wake up, awake. And awake means stop sleeping. So it's just stop doing, stop being inactive, stop being dormant, stop having partial consciousness or complete partial consciousness, partial consciousness. We don't want to have partial consciousness. It's time for us to awake. And so I'm going to say some issues that's been going on that's it's, it's, a, it's a sign of the time, okay? And we don't need to be sleeping on this, okay? First of all, this boy, I don't even want to call his name, but I guess he's, he's considered a man, you know, in age. He came out with these Satan sneakers, okay, that have, supposedly have one drop of blood in it and he have like all kind of demonic symbols and everything on the shoe okay not only did he do that but he made a video some kind of way like i didn't see the full video but i know that like he's in hell supposedly with satan or with the devil and he is lap dancing on the devil i mean he's just doing all kind of things because this boy uh is gay so he sees Satan as being a man or whatever, so he left dancing on the devil, doing whatever to the devil. And this is going on right in front of our eyes, and it, it, it disgusts me, okay? It disgusts me, and it's not him that's disgusting me. It's what he's doing that's disgusting me because even though he's doing this, he still have a possible chance to be saved. So I'm not talking down on him, but I do not appreciate the fact that, you know, People, of course, they're out here supporting him because I believe he's supposed to sold like 666 pairs of these sneakers, and I don't think he got to sell all of them, but I think he sold most of them. And so we know 666 is the devil's number. He, he meant to do that. And so the devil, like, is out here, you know, using our young people, okay, and then it's like we want to be dormant and we want to be act inactive in our prayer life. Like, seriously? All of this going on, so I'm like, you know, Lord, I cannot get bogged down by work. I cannot get bogged down by anything because I see Satan. And, I mean, that's a vivid description of Satan, but sometimes Satan will come as an angel of light. And that is where he's fooling a lot of church people, a lot of saints, because he's coming as an angel of light. But this is out there for you to see that, hey, hey, Satan is running rampant. Satan is using people and he is drawing people into his kingdom and it's no time for us that claim to be saints to sit up here and act like we don't see what's going on. It's no time for us to sit up here and be partial conscious. No, do not. 
Do not allow your children to listen to this music. Don't you be listening to this music. And we need to be praying for our children. We need to be watchful. We need to know what they are listening to. Okay, now, none, you know, we're not perfect, but I check up on my kids. You know, I'm like, wait a minute, what are you listening to? Like, what is that? And I'm like, Lord, don't let nothing get past me. Lord, open my open my ears, my spiritual ears, keep my spiritual eyes open because Satan is running rapid and he's trying to get into our children, get into our, the ears of our children to turn them so they will go to hell. But we got to be up on our game. And again, the praying, not we have to have, we have to make time for prayer. Like I have a time that I pray, and then I have times during the day. Like I keep a praying spirit because I don't know what may come upon me. My eyes, my spiritual eyes, cannot shut at any time. So that's one issue, you know, that is going on, and it's just, it's awful. And then people are supporting because there's a lot of gay people in the world, and I'm not, I'm not condemning gay people because being gay the act okay the act or i'm just gonna say being gay is a sin okay it's a sin like any other sin in the bible so i cannot agree with someone being gay like i cannot agree with your lifestyle i love you i will care for you i'll do anything for you but i don't agree with the lifestyle of being gay and so that lifestyle is trying to get be promoted in music on TV, like I get so sick and tired of it. I mean, on commercials and movies, because they're trying to get us used to that this lifestyle is normal and that this lifestyle should be accepted. I will never accept that lifestyle. Gay, lesbian, transgender, whatever you want to call it, um, I will never accept that type of lifestyle as being okay or as being norm because god is against those type of lifestyles again i love everybody and i'm praying that if somebody on here that is in that kind of lifestyle that you will give your life to the lord that you will cry out to god because that is not how he wants you to be he has so much for you and you have a wonderful and joyous life you think you live in joyous but you're not you still have something inside that is wrong because anytime somebody wants to practice that lifestyle something either happened to them or they was pressured into it or like the devil just took over their mind but you can come to jesus and cry out to him and tell him i don't want to be like this anymore i do not want to be i want to be who you created me to be but anyway this lifestyle is just being like posted everywhere okay i mean everywhere like i said music tv movies wherever it is being posted but we cannot accept this we have to stand up against it i don't care if it's your family member i don't care if it's somebody that you call a friend i don't care who it is but we cannot accept this now am i saying bash them no i'm not saying that but if they ask you any questions about it are you okay with this no i'm not because i love you god loves you and he don't want you in this lifestyle so anyway, we have to stand for righteousness, we have to stand for holiness, and we have to also keep a prayerful spirit. Another thing, like uh, relating to that, some weeks ago, Biden signed some type of, I don't know, document stating that it's International Transgender Day of Visibility. Our president, I'm not going to speak up against him, but God is against what he did. International Transgender Day of Visibility. 
this is something that he signed a day for them. And I'm like, seriously. Now, do I expect Biden to obey all the laws of the Lord? No, I do not, because if I never heard him confess that he was saved, then I don't expect him to abide by all the laws of the Lord. But what I am saying, that we as saints cannot go along to get along. We know that, that this is against God's word. And I'm saying this, that this is another sign of the times. Because this God hates, God hates this. It's an abomination to him for us to be like this. And so Biden signing a day, it's just even making it worse on the earth um, with this type of situation. Then we got marrying and giving in marriage all in the news. All in the news, you see it. People get married, they get another husband or another wife. Okay, divorce that one, get another husband, get another wife. Oh, it didn't work with this one, so I'm getting rid of you. I'm like, Lord, where, where, where is the standard? And then people, is like real controversy around the church that, like, that this is okay. But when the Bible say that, like, God didn't want this ever to be, that people was getting a divorce. Okay, God don't want people to get a divorce. He wants the husband and wife to stay together. It's scriptures in the Bible that says that because guess what? He styled the church like a husband and wife. And so why would he want them to separate? Because God never separate from his church. So of course he don't want you to separate from your spouse. Now sometimes you, you know, I'm, this is about singles. So married people is probably not on here, but I'm just going to say like, Sometimes you would, maybe, if things get heated, you may have to separate from your, you know, spouse or whatever, because something, you know, the devil is using him or whatever is happening, because if he's physically abusing you, you do not need to stay in the relationship. No one is telling you to stay in a relationship where you are getting physically abused. So we have to realize that this is the sign of the time the bible said that they would be marrying and giving in marriage okay this was one of the things that he said that would be happening another thing false prophets like false prophets is just rising up like everywhere and if you listen to these people talking about um you can be still saved and you can just be cursing people out. And when the Bible says, don't let this filthy communication come out your mouth, he says about all of this, I think it's, what is it, bitter and salt water? Like, two, two, um, two different waters not coming out the same fountain, okay? That's not how it is. Either you say or you're not. Either you're going to speak good words or you're not. Like, if you live in a lifestyle of just cursing, no, you're not saved because you say out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever's in your heart is going to come out your mouth. Like my children have did a lot of things and made me very upset that they did. But I did not curse at them because I'm in a prayerful spirit. I'm in a prayerful spirit and I'm like, I'm reading my Bible and I'm fasting. So it's going to be kind of hard for me to say a curse word. And I did not, I do not curse my children out. And so if we are really spending time with God, that won't be. And then you have people that say you can do whatever you want and you're still going to heaven. No, that's a lie. Because it say particular people, go to Revelation, particular people, like you are going to the lake of fire. It says that. 
it says that even though these people come up with, you know, things or whatever, and then you got people that's, oh my gosh, like they are just false. We cannot listen to the voice of the deceiver. God's word has not changed. God's word has not changed. And then the love of many is waxing cold. The love of many is waxing cold. We see all the shootings and all the killings and all of this. And then when they finish shooting or killing, do they kill themselves? They have no love in their heart. This is a sign of the times. And so we have to wake up. Stop being partial conscious because Jesus is soon to come. We got to get ourselves together and then we need to help others. We got to shine our light. And so I'm going to wrap up this uh, part one right here and then I'm going to hit you up with part two in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. Praise the Lord. This is part two of the podcast on Awake. And I would just like to start off again with the definitions. Um, now, sleep is to be inactive or dormant. It also means partial consciousness, okay? Partial consciousness, um, inactive or dormant. Those are the definitions that we're going to use to describe sleep. And then awake means to stop sleeping. And so I'm relating this spiritually that we need to awake on today. And I mentioned some things that is happening around us in our world. And we that are saved, sanctified, with, and filled with the Holy Ghost, we have no time to be inactive. Okay? We have no time to be that way. We must continue to pray fast, read and study our word, attend church listen to a holy man of God, sit under a pastor. It is so important that you sit under a pastor because your pastor watched for your soul. It was never intended for you to be out here on your own. Now, God do speak to us and tell us some things, but in the Bible, it tells us that you need a preacher. How can you hear without a preacher? How can he preach unless he be sent? And you also need a pastor because you're a pastor watches for your soul again and so we really need to awake and if we are awake stay woke because the devil is running rampant and i'm not giving him no glory but i'm letting you know what is the real what is going on and he is running rapid we have no time to sit back and chill like i'm looking at this stuff like oh lord let me let me cry out to you even the more like let me get in my word even the more because this is ridiculous. And I need us to really wake up and realize who we are in God and stop taking a back seat to what is going on. And I'm not saying that you always have to be vocal about things, but you can pray. And that's why I keep saying that we should be praying. And when it's time for you to speak up, if somebody asks you about the hope that lies within you, you need to be opening up your mouth and being excited because we have to realize that we are the body of Christ, okay? We are God's body on this earth, and we're supposed to represent God in everything. And so it's no Democrat or Republican. Like, I don't even... I can't claim either one of these people claim Democrat or Republican because both of them have views that God is against. So that is even hard for me to do. But I'm telling y'all right now, we have to realize that we are not our own. We are not of this world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. We are 
God's witnesses. We are witnesses to the power of God. We are witnesses to what he has done in our lives, okay? And we are ambassadors. We represent God. So it's no time for you to sit here and take a back seat to what is going on because if you do Satan is going to run you over and he will take over your family he will take over our communities because we sit up here acting like that we don't see what is going on and this is not a natural battle it's a spiritual battle we do not fight against flesh and blood okay but it is spiritual wickedness in high places okay this is a spiritual battle, so we have to fight with spiritual tools, and I mentioned those. That's why I keep saying to pray and to fast and read, meditate, study the word of God, find yourself uh, hearing, listen to a holy preacher, okay, because these things are important because we got to keep our spiritual glasses on. Satan is coming in every which way. In the first podcast or part one, I described some ways that it's vivid. But again, I mentioned that Satan can come in sheep clothing like you would think that he is also an angel of light, but he's saying some truth, but he throws a little lie in there with it. And if we don't have our spiritual glasses on, which I call well, which I call spiritual glasses, but it is spiritual discernment, if we don't have them beamers up high, if we don't have it, then we're gonna be like, Oh yeah, it's okay to do that. It's okay, it's nothing wrong with that. And guess what? Just like he got Eve, one little compromise at a time, okay? So we have to be on high alert, as my pastor said on Sunday. High alert because Jesus is soon to come back. And Satan, his strategy, I mean, you, he's been here forever and ever. He's way smarter than all of us. But if we had a Holy Ghost power, we can see through even the slightest trick. We can see through it because we are filled with the Spirit. We are filled with God's Spirit. So nothing will get past us. So I encourage you on today, really get intimate with the Lord and realize who you are in Him. Okay, so how are we going to stay woke? First of all, we got to awake. And in order to awake, okay, we must be born again. Because I keep explaining that this is a spiritual battle, like something you cannot see on your own. So you must be born again into God's kingdom so you can see spiritually, okay? You must repent of your sins, which means like you asking for forgiveness of your sins, your God. You know, you, you came to a point in your life that you want a change. Like you have a change of heart. You no longer want to live for the devil. You have turned away from the world, from the devil, from things that you want to do that's not right with God, and you have turned towards God, towards righteousness, and you're ready for that change. Now you're ready to get baptized in Jesus' name, and that is being born of the water, okay? You were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. That is being born of the water, and you also have to be born of the Spirit. God will fill you with His Spirit. How you know that you've been born of the Spirit? Just like a baby. You know, when a baby is born, as soon as it's born, it starts crying. But your cry is going to be to speak in another language that's unknown to you. That gives the church notice that, hey, this baby been born. Uh, this baby is new in Christ. And so don't get it twisted. There's some false doctrines out here that say you do not have to speak in tongues to say that you are filled with the Holy Ghost. That is a lie from the pit of hell. In the scripture, it says that when they receive the Holy Ghost, they begin to speak in other tongues, okay? 
other tongues, unknown tongues to them, okay? It is several places. It's in several places in Acts. So let me recap again. In order for us to be able to see spiritually, in order for us to really wake up and stay woke, we must be born into, into the kingdom of God, born of the water and born of the spirit. You can find that in John 3, also in Acts 2, and in several scriptures in Acts uh, regarding the Holy Ghost. Just search it. Okay, now, in order to stay woke, I mentioned about the praying. Like, you cannot just do the on and off praying. I'm going to go in depth with this. You cannot do the on and off praying and think it's going to be okay. No, you have to have a certain time that you spend with the Lord. Then you keep a praying spirit throughout the day so you can keep your spiritual alert high. Then you got to read his word because when a false prophet comes to you or somebody that says that they're saved but they are not and you line it up with what the Bible is saying, then you're like, hey, this is a false prophet. I'm not accepting this. Or this person is not saved. They say they are, but they're not. So we cannot, you know, just take some things. No, no, we can't just take some things point blank because people come, you look all nice, but if the if what you say and don't line up with the word, sound nice, but if it don't line up with the word, I'm tuning it out. And so we got to stay woke. Because, again, that's how I say deceive Eve, but he didn't deceive Jesus. He didn't deceive Jesus because he was the word. Okay, now, the fasting, it helps you to stay spiritually, very spiritually alert because it kills this, this flesh. Not like, you know, you're walking flesh, but it kills like the desires of your flesh and like what you want to do. It pushes that down. It decreases that. It, it constantly kills that. And so it heightens your spiritual senses. And so you're able to hear from God. You're able to see in the spirit, which is awesome because, like I said, this is a spiritual battle. Things that may seem right don't be right. And so you'll be able to know that if you're fasting because your, sin, your spiritual senses have now been heightened. Okay, next thing. Um, we have to go to church. We have to hear from our pastor or our pastor and other men of God, whoever he may send in to speak to our spirit, because that that is a word from the Lord to for a situation that you might have to encounter that might, like I said, the person might act like they mean well, but they really don't. And you'll be able to see that. Or you may get this job offer. Or this moving offer that looks good, but you're like, oh no! If I take this, this is going to um, this is going to have a attack on my spiritual life. I'm not going to be in church as much as I should be. And it's not even all about like just being in church. The point is, when you go to church, you're taking the word of God so you can grow in grace and be prepared for spiritual attack. Okay, so that's why we're going to church. And so if, if Satan can pull you away from hearing from the preacher and, and even being around other uh, saints of God and hearing their testimonies, that's even encouraging because you know that you're not out here alone, that there are some other saints that's going through similar the same things as you. And if they overcame, you can overcome. And so that is very important. So you can go to church and it helps you to stay awake because there might be a missionary there. There might be a prophetess there that is saying a word that is especially for you or for the church as a whole. And you needed to hear that because Satan is coming. 
or Satan is there. And that person gave you direction on what to do and how to stay woke with the situation. So it is very important that we take heed to these spiritual disciplines so we can stay woke. Because we don't want to be like the scripture that says, the God of this world have blinded their eyes. And when you see like saints or people professing to be saints and they still living in sin, um, or they still just doing like living a reckless life, it's because that their eyes is blinded. And that's because they stopped spending time with God and they think what they're doing is okay when it's not. And so I'm going to read this scripture in 2 Corinthians 4. 3, 2 Corinthians 4 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Like, okay, so we know the gospel. Us that are saved, we know the gospel. So if we sit up here and hide it, it's hid to them that are lost. So, and a lot of times it's getting hid. If you're in sin, if you claim to be saved and you're in sin, it's being hid to them because they're like, man, they doing the same things I'm doing. So what? And the gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, the life of Jesus, you know. And so the gospel is supposed to have produced a change when you accepted it. It's supposed to have produced a change in your life that you no longer live to yourself, but you live unto God. And you live by the power of God. So in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, for lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. So I'm not saying I'm preaching, so our pastor preached not himself. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, have shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So we're supposed to be letting our light shine so it won't be hid to those that's out there lost. I mean, it's very simple. Like, if you were in a dark room and you light up a little bitty candle, it's going to light up the whole room. So we have no business, like, hiding our light. And this has a lot to do with staying woke. Because why am I going to hide my light when Jesus is soon to come and the devil is taking over people's mind, people's body, people's family, and communities? Why am I going to sit up here and hide my light? First of all, hide it because I may be ashamed, and that's not me, because I'm not ashamed. But why would someone hide their life because they're ashamed of what they believe in? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay, it's the power of God and to salvation to everyone that believe it. And so it's no sense in us being ashamed of what we believe, because what we believe is awesome. What we believe is going to take us from earth to glory. What we believe is going to give us hope on this earth because our hope is not in staying here. Our hope is that it will be a greater day. And that greater day is when Jesus comes back to rapture us out of here and we live forever in peace with him. That is that great day that's going to come. And so why would I hide my life? Because I want others to experience this. Like I'm not going to hide my light because this is a glorious light. And so I encourage you all on here, if you are saved, sanctified, do not hide your light because it is so, so important that we shine bright, that your light so shine. Like we want to so shine that men may see our good works. We have to live for Christ while it's yet called day because when it's night, no man can work. So we got to be about our father's business. And what makes me so kind of tease sometimes, it's like people these days even in the church world it's all about their selves like all about building themselves up naturally and it's like okay well 
Jesus soon to come, and all of this stuff will still be on the earth. Like, we can't take a house and car and nothing with us, not even a husband. I cannot take that with me. So, hey, like, I want the husband, and I'm like, Lord, I'm thanking you for my husband already. But even if, like, he never comes, then at least, at most, I know that my soul has a resting place with Jesus. And that is number one. So we need to stay focused and get, get woke. Awake and stay woke because, again, Jesus is soon to come back. We got to be looking at the lifestyle that we are living every day and knowing that it's not about us, okay? It's all about Jesus getting the glory out of our lives. Yes, we're going to stay holy every day, but it's some other people that need to see that light so they can be saved. So we got to be about this on today. We must be about this. Awake. Stop being dormant. Stop being inactive and be about what God called you to do on this earth. Now, I'm going to read Romans 12, 11. This, oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Romans 13, 11. Romans 13, 11. This is the NLT version. This is all the more urgent for you know how late it is. Time is running out. Time is running out. Wake up, for our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove, remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. Because we belong to the day. We must live decent lives for all to see. Do not participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. I'm going to read that again. Do not participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living, or in quarreling and jealousy. So y'all, if we're talking about some we people of the light, I'm gonna need you to wake up. And I'm just saying that in general, we got to wake up and stay woke. Like we need to be living decent lives. Like this scripture says, we have no business attending clubs, all kind of wild parties, like it's saying, and sexual promiscuity. And it's a lot going on around the church, and it's not no oops mistake. I mean, it's just some deliberately setting up situations where you are are sexually active and still claiming to be saved. And when I say you're sexually active, this is a singles podcast. So we're single. We have no business with business being sexually active, like in no kind of way. Not even if we have it once a month. No. No, the Bible says flee fornication. And fornication is when you have sex with somebody and it's not your spouse. So we cannot be found in this sexual prom promiscuity, wild partying, drunkenness. You got some people that say it's okay to be saved and still get drunk. The Bible says not to do that. It says don't be drunk with wine as an excess. So that means don't be drunk. So we can't take the scripture and just throw it out the window. No, this is what God said. It's a reason because when you're drunk, all your, you know, you don't have all your, your brain is not working 100% like it needs to be working. And we all always got to be alert. Stay woke because 
Hey, you do not know what the devil got planned for you when you get drunk. So God said right here that, hey, don't participate in the drunkenness. This is what people do in the dark. So let's, let's not even call ourselves a person of the light if we still participate in wild parties, getting drunk and having sex, and we're not married. We are people of the light. We cannot participate in things that people of the darkness participate in, okay? Or in quarreling, like fighting and bickering and arguing. We are people of the light. We That should not be named among us as being saints of God. Jealousy. And I'm like, Lord, man, what in the world? Jealousy. Jealousy can be all around you. And it's like, wait a minute now. You, we have no reason to be jealous of no one because God has gifted all of us in an area. God has blessed one person with this, blessed another person with that. And you got to be you and you got to enjoy who God created you to be. Uh, enjoy the blessings that God has given you and go on. It's no reason to be jealous of anyone because the same God that blessed them with what they have can bless you. And it's all for your good. You might not need that. So you need to be content with the things that you have and don't be jealous of another person's life. Don't be jealous of what they have, but be content in who God made you to be and what God has given you. So remember, we belong to the day we are children of light. This is what children of darkness do. Again, they participate in wild parties, drunkenness, sexual promiscuity, any type of immoral living, quarreling and jealousy instead clothe yourself with the presence of the lord jesus christ and don't let yourself think about ways to oh don't let yourself think about ways like to please your flesh forgive me y'all don't think and don't let yourself think about ways to like please or indulge, you know, in these sins because it's not going to turn out good for you. And that's what people do when they're in darkness. That is what people do when they are in darkness. And so we we are children of the light. We need to stay woke, stay out of darkness. Um, another scripture um, that is similar to this one says Ephesians 5 and 8. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So we was once like that. So I don't, I don't not like bad somebody because I was once in darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. Okay. So I have no business living like that anymore. That's the point I'm making. We have no business living like we are in darkness no more because we are with the light. So live as people of light for the light within you produces only what is good and right and true. So that's how you know if you're in the light, if you got light in you, is if you're producing what is good and right and true. You're producing the opposite. The light is not in you. You're only professing something that you do not possess. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. So wake up. Spend some time with God so you can find out what pleases him. Not pleases you, not please other people, but what pleases God. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But their evil intentions 
will be exposed when the light shines on them, for the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper. So be careful how you live. So awake, be careful how you are living. First of all, you want to please God, you love God. Second of all, Jesus is soon to come back or you might die. So you need to be careful how you live because your life is not guaranteed on this earth. You don't know when you're going to die and how you're going to die. So you need to be careful how you live. Do not live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. So don't be out there living like a fool, saying, oh, the Lord will forgive me. I can do whatever. I can make these dumb decisions. I can make a decision that I know that God is not happy with. I can make a decision that I never sought God for. That is foolish. Okay, that is living like a fool. A wise person is going to seek God. A wise person is going to seek wise counsel because they love God, they love their self, and they want to be prosperous in the Lord and not just in the world. So they're going to check it with God. So we got to wake up. Hey, is this pleasing to God or am I just pleasing myself? Um, Don't act thoughtlessly. Like I was saying, do not act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. So I'm saying, wake up. What do God want you to do? That's what you need to focus on. What do God want you to do? Lord, what do you want me to do? Because it's something that God put you on this earth, if you don't know yet, to do. And it's, we cannot continue to let Satan just have his way and we not rise up. You are the solution to a problem. You are the help that somebody needs. So I'm going to need for y'all to rise up and wake up and be about our father's business. And I'm just talking in general. If you already are, continue to go forth in Jesus' name. Do not be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Okay, that's a, see, it's a backup scripture. Do not be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, not R&B songs, spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So on tonight, I encourage you, I'm, a, I'm going to emphasize being filled with the Holy Spirit. Because when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, now we got that power. We got that spiritual power that spiritual power, that dunamis power that we need in order to fight against Satan and all his tools. We got what we need to fight from, from, from the things that are going on within, okay? From within us, things that we tussle with, and we got power to fight against the world. And I'm not talking about physical fight. Again, this is a spiritual battle. We don't have no business throwing them deuces up however you want to say it. No. This is a spiritual battle, and we must walk in the spirit so we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Yes, we are single, but we can stay abstinent from sex if we stay full of the spirit and we have to set up parameters and boundaries so we will not get caught off guard, okay? We have to set up those spiritual those physical boundaries, okay, and spiritual. We have to keep ourselves on a spiritual high so we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You got to stay woke. 
because I'm telling you, these men, they will come like their angel of light, and they are going to trap you into something that it may take you a long time to get out of. So you got to keep your spiritual eyes open, and I want to emphasize on here, if you are not saved, you don't need to be seeking God for a spouse because Jesus is soon to come. You need to wake yourself up. Jesus is soon to come. And if you get married and you're, and you're not saved and Jesus come back, you're going to hell. Like what? That's why I'm saying we got to get our priorities right. Wake up because a good feeling, companionship or whatever you want out of husband ain't going to mean nothing when Jesus come back or you die and you're not saved. So your first priority, our first priority needs to be to be Holy Ghost filled, like Holy Ghost filled. And then, okay, then if God is ready, okay, I need to see God for a spouse. But make sure, make sure that you are really saved. Make sure that you are saved. And you need to build yourself up in God because when you add another person to your life, that comes with its own, you know, set of, you know, challenges. It's a beautiful thing. Marriage is beautiful. But you have to work with another person, which is still beautiful. But you need to have the love of God. And the only way you can have the love of God is if you have the Holy Ghost in your life and active. Like I was saying, we don't want to be inactive. It needs to be active. So you need to wake up and realize that our salvation is near. The coming of the Lord is near. We got to make sure that we are really saved like we are saying that we are. Check yourself with God. Check yourself with the Bible and, okay, how the life that I'm living, is it matching up with God, how God said that I should be living as a holy saint of God? Is that matching up? Because when God comes back, he's not going to judge us by what others say about us. He's going to judge us by the scripture. It don't matter what good works you have done, even in the church or around the church or to other people, that is going to mean nothing. The Bible says you will get up to Get up to him and he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. Like you did all these wonderful works for me, but I still don't know you because you never took the time to get a relationship with me. Wake up on today. It's all about Jesus. It is all about Jesus Christ. All about Jesus Christ. And it's all about, okay, I'm building myself up. I'm making sure I'm saved. Now my light is shining so others can see the good works, okay? I'm not having to broadcast it. They see what I'm doing, and now they're going to ask me, oh my gosh, why are you smiling so much? Why are you so joyous? Oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Man, you need to tap into Jesus because he's the best thing ever. Like, then you can share the hope that lies within you because they see what you are doing on a constant basis. Not just coming to the church building, but they see that you are living a holy lifestyle. Like, I do not, well, I never wanted to be a hypocrite. It's either I was going to be for Jesus or I was going to do my own thing. But now it's the time I say, Lord, I thank you for calling me back. I thank you for accepting me back as your daughter. I thank you. I really thank you for that because I could have still been out in the world, but the Lord, he called me back. 
He like, no, that world is not for you. No, you ain't for them streets. You are for me. You are made for my glory. And I'm telling y'all, if you are saved, you are made for his glory. You got to let your light so shine. Do not be dormant and inactive and pretend like you don't see that Jesus is soon to come back. Because it is like I said before, our life is greater than us. We impact other people. We impact future generations. We impact our children. We impact those around us. We impact our communities. You don't even have to say, even if you're not a vocal person, by what you do, you are leaving a lasting impact. Somebody might one day come to you and say, where do you go to church at? Because they see the life. They see the holy life. They see how you treat them. They see the love of God. So wake up. We got to be about our father's business on today. It's too many people dying in their sins. It's too many people dying in their sins and the devil just destroying homes and all this. We got to get on our face before the Lord and cry out to him in these last and evil days. And so I didn't mean to get so loud, but oh my Lord, it, it hurts me, the condition of the world. But I know these are signs of the end times. I, I, I am conscious. I know that these are signs, again, of the end times of Jesus is soon to come. And that's why I should stir all of us up to live, live, live holy as never before. Not because, you know, somebody told you, but because you really love God and you know that holiness pleases the Lord. Okay, get rid of the dirty deeds. Ask God to cleanse you. Ask God to free you. Ask God to heal you. If you haven't been born again on today, again, you need to be born again of the water and of the spirit. And if you are, you need to rise up and grow in grace. Don't make excuses for your sins or mishaps. Don't make excuses because God's Holy Ghost is real and he will give us a power to do what we could not do on our own. And so it's no excuse. We have the power to live holy. We have that power. We just have to activate it and we just have to submit to the voice of the Lord and practice those spiritual disciplines again. And so I encourage you on today, stay woke. If you're woke, stay woke. Well, this is Holy Lady T checking out on tonight, and I pray that you all have a blessed night. Peace out.